0: I'm even Thank you so, uh, George bought
1: them What are they? What do you mean he bought them? I don't know. George bought them. I'm talking about
0: the beer Oh I'm sure yeah. he bought these too Maybe
2: These I believe were given away At um, Chicago Comic Con Was George at Chicago Comic Con? Uh, yeah To receive these Yeah To you go Can
0: we make up something about how he dressed up? He dressed up as Spider Man. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I don't know (laughs) respectable. Respectable. Which which version?
1: Yeah. Toby or Did he have the The Spider Man three
2: where he was like all goth. Okay. Uh, okay. The black Spider-Man. So right. Tobey Maguire, not a uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. just got
0: Tobey Maguire.
2: <laughs> it, yeah, it was just straight Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't even go with Spider-Man. There was he no Spider-Man. No, no, Peter
0: Parker. Just got <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> I mean, I could see it. I mean,
3: it was like it was like half Spider Man, yeah, half Wonder woman. He's, he's kind, kind of, got of got it right, it right now. <laughs> the roof <was a> <laughs> over. This <laughs> what happens when I don't put product in my hair? Oh, product! You become Goth Peter <laughs> <laughs> Hi right, everyone, welcome back to Something Cinematic, the movie and television podcast where we talk about what we've recently been watching. My name is George Lopez, I'm your host, and this is episode number 45. So we're, Mike, we're five away from hitting halfway through the century, Mark.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. uh, big milestone. It's pretty crazy though, it really
3: is. Um, so I'm your host, George, like I mentioned, and my co-host, Mike Gonzalez. How you doing? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in listening to some of our other podcasts before we get started, you can find them at SomeCinema.com and on iTunes. So let's get started, guys. We're going to talk about a couple of movies today and uh, while we drink some beers. And we have a couple of very special guests with us. Tommy T4 Crawford. Hey. How you doing?
0: Uh, Very good, yeah.
3: All right, you got to be louder than that, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And then we have Matt, Matty Ice Diamond. Doing great, fantastic! Great, that's great volume right there. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> really, the
2: most important component of podcasting is volume. Volume. The am doing that Tommy. That's
1: my biggest
3: podcast. Oh, is that a competition now? Is this a competition? Bring it! Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see. Guys. Is, like sweating already. What, what did I get myself into? No, this is going to be a really fun episode. So, Minute um, in. as some, as, as I'm sure most of our, our listeners know, uh, there's a um, we have a, I have another Minute podcast. You forgot
0: about us already
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have another podcast called The Few Brews Podcast Um, It's, you know, materialized from a a beer club uh, The Few Brews Beer Club here in Logan Square, Chicago Um, So Matt and Tommy here are the co-runners of The Beer Club Along with with myself So we kind of uh, help run the club And Tommy and I are hosts of the podcast So we're kind of doing a, a crossover episode Something cinematic Uh, slash few brews episode in which we're going to talk about a couple of movies while we drink some beers so all right so let's get started guys um before we actually talk about our first movie let's talk to tommy and matt right so so let's hear more about the beer club itself so tommy um just give us a little quick background about the beer club if you can
0: yeah it's uh a little bit over two years old um and we host monthly tastings as well as relatively monthly podcast episodes. The tastings mm-hmm. focus on four beers that fall within some sort of theme. The looseness of that theme, you know, just depends on the month. So the next one we're having, or I guess I don't know when this is going to be released. But, um,
3: but then before the before the uh, next few brews event. Okay, sure.
0: so it's focused on hoppy beers, but not necessarily in the way most people would think about it. So not all pale ales and IPAs. Mm-hmm. We want to really like showcase hops in different ways that people aren't used to so uh, we'll have different styles of beers there will be pale ales of course but uh, we're really you know trying to to talk about hops in a different way or one that people just don't generally think of okay. but the the tastings are a lot of fun
3: yeah they're a lot of fun um like like Tommy you mentioned we, we we host them about once a month. Uh, and, you know, we feature four beers, and uh, when we have we always have a party beer. And so, of course, we had to get the party beer expert on the show as well, Matt Diamond. So, uh, I wish the podcast you see. I've got my party,
1: party beer t-shirt
3: on. Do. Party oh, beer well. of choice. Party yeah. beer of choice, yeah. Rolling Rock. Got a Rolling Rock t-shirt on, yeah. So, uh, it's funny because actually, Rolling Rock made an appearance on the first movie we're going to talk about a little bit later. So, you... Yeah, I knew that, and I
1: I collaborated to bring the two together.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, um, so like you mentioned, we're going to have another event. Can you talk a little bit more about the next event? Like, Mm. what's the date?
0: Oh, the date is September 17th. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is at 6 p.m., Mm -hmm. and you can find links to uh, purchase tickets both on our Facebook page, so Facebook.com slash FewBrews and our Instagram uh which is uh at few Uh it's an Eventbrite page. If you search on Eventbrite for FewBrews or uh the title of the event, which is Hoptoberfest, you'll most likely find it.
3: Yeah. And uh so this is like a, a obviously a local beer club, so we're we're from Logan Square, like I mentioned too. So yeah, check out that site if you guys are interested in uh, getting some tickets for the event. Um, unfortunately, we do have a listener in Russia, so he can't attend. But if he, they well, could, unless, unless, they unless could. he wants to fly in. Uh, I have, I have Airbnb. Yeah, what's your Airbnb <laughs> profile? <laughs> yeah. Just put it out there <laughs> for the, for Airbnb,
0: anyone else.
1: And
3: this is the don't apartments. ever
1: count anybody like, out from attending a Few Bruce event. Yeah, yeah I know, for sure. Russia sorry. to America. So
3: for our Russian, right? Is it a Russian, Mike? Yeah. Russian listener. So we have a Russian listener. It's um, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> uh, okay. oh, he loves so beer. Come out to Chicago. You have a really good time with we'll us. Show up shirtless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah you got it's someone horse, else with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, know um, what's funny about that though?
0: Yeah. Our co-founder of Few Brews, Dylan Nelson, once showed up to an event shirtless. <laughs> he
3: did.
0: <laughs> yeah, at the first one you were at, actually, Matt. In the backyard, the backyard uh, brew-B-Q. He was at... Uh, yeah,
3: right. He, did show he was at later. Pride
0: <laughs> Parade that <Yeah>. day. Uh, <laughs> and he showed up, like, late to oh the event. <laughs> you had
2: a few brews event on the same day as the Pride Parade?
0: I guess so. That's a yeah. pretty bold yeah. move, man. I mean, That's a big event. No wonder attendance was so...
3: <laughs> we had we a lot of guests for that one. Most because of we them, them were cooking out, right? Most of
1: them were shirts on, too. We were cooking out. We had, like, slightly lower than You were barbecuing. We drink we're your uh, <laughs> I picked the party. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so Dylan Never put again. a shirt on.
3: Um, no, so uh, and, and like like I mentioned too we do have a podcast as well. So uh, the same thing f- for the podcast. It's monthly for the most part. Yeah. Um, in which we will kind of do the same thing. We'll um, have we'll feature some beers that we kind of want to talk about that are interesting. What there might be a theme for that as well, depending on the guest. And uh, and then we always have like a sponsored beer as well. Um, so that's always a lot of fun. We've tried, we're trying to get a lot of the, uh, of our guests for the events to come on the show. The most recent one we did was with Jason Amen, who's a really good friend of ours. And, and that was a lot of fun. So if you guys want to check that out, you can find that as well at com. So, all right. So now that we've kind of, uh, you know, got a little bit of background on you guys. Well, we'll we actually... Where are you guys originally from? Um, like I we mentioned, we're from Chicago. So you guys, Matt, where, where are you originally from?
1: Originally from Michigan. Grew up in southeastern Michigan, outside of Detroit. Downriver. Not downriver. <laughs> <laughs> I know downriver. No, down river rat, uh, no. Um, outside of Downriver, Michigan. Uh, um, I've been in Chicago for eight years now, though Logan yes. Square for the last year and a half. Nice, so. nice,
3: cool. And Matt, That's and my um, roots. Tommy.
0: Uh, I'm from the burbs, St. Charles. It's uh, in, like, northwest of mm-hmm. Chicago, and I uh, went to school in Iowa, and uh, have been in Chicago for about four years. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Much better volume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I forgot to
1: mention that technically I'm from the money. And we usually have a 30 oh rail. 30 rail. 30 rail. 30 yeah. rail. I'm sorry. I know it's better than you. You can't even get it
3: right. I now. know. That, I'm sorry. That makes us think You've it's not You've a guy from the suburbs? <laughs> no. It's Kyle. Oh, Saint don't you say that. Don't yeah, you know. say that.
1: Barnstrong. <laughs> I told you guys that. Yeah. So he might not
0: be a river rat, but he eats them.
1: No. Must <laughs> rat. Must
4: rat. Oh,
3: God.
4: Um, How all about right. these movies, man. Yeah. <laughs> so before
3: we get into our first movie, too, we just generally we ask our guests, uh, the first, Sunday come on, you know, we try to find out their background in that as a movie lover or TV lover, um, what they like, uh, and also kind of like what their favorite movie and TV show is, whether it is their current favorite or all time oh, favorite. Pressure. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah. So Tommy, you'll start with you on this one. Um, what's your favorite movie?
0: Oh man. That's tough. I think, well, as uh, you and Mike know, I'm buying for another episode where we focus on uh, baseball movies. Yeah. I think as a kid, at least, uh, I mean, I'm a huge Cubs fan. And not all the baseball movies I like focus on the Cubs or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. I played baseball as a kid and uh, was really into baseball and sports movies. I don't know if that's necessarily my favorite uh, movies, but... uh, like, ones I have the most memories attached to, for sure. Like, Field of Dreams, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. I've watched with my dad pretty often. And, uh, like, Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I played football in high school, so that one I have a lot of memories tied to. Yeah. He's uh, a lineman. Can you believe yeah. that? The lineman? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Cool>. uh, <laughs> yeah. So, mostly
3: sports movies are kind of your... I
0: don't know if they're my thing. Like, I enjoy watching a lot of different movies. But, like, yeah. in terms of, like, you know, the memories I have... From childhood at least And Mm -hmm. through high school Uh, I don't, you know I think I have a lot of memories tied to them But not necessarily my favorite type of movie I really enjoy like detective stories as well Uh uh, Stuff like that
3: Cool, so like what would you say If you can pick a favorite movie All time, what would it be? Oh man I mean I know that's a really heavy question Because, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people have their favorites from every genre and stuff like that and yeah. for the most part it, it can be kind of hard to pick an all-time favorite um but so like uh, so you mentioned field of dreams is your favorite uh like sports movie of all time what would be like a, your favorite movie from another genre maybe dramas or something uh, thinking, like, crime dramas. i
0: really like uh, shawshank redemption a lot yeah that's one of my favorites for choice. sure yeah yeah
3: cool all right, so Matt, what about you? I right, so there's a- I think we know. Yeah, I'm so not- a little backstory here cuz like obviously Tommy is really huge into movies too. Like uh Tommy's my roommate too and so we watch a lot of movies and shows together. Um, but Matt like has a reputation with between us, right, of not really knowing about any movie that I ever bring up. And that's like- why I'm on a movie podcast right now. You <laughs> had to get it. That's why I was the so- number one guest choice on a movie <laughs> podcast. No, but it's fine, you know. Um, so yeah, so like do- if you could pick a favorite, though, like, do you have a favorite? Maybe s- something from your childhood that no, you really enjoyed? No, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He just I loves mean, them I all so much. I mean, I well, watch,
1: and I like stupid comedies. Yeah. So I've always been into, like, the old schools, all those just, like, That's dumb the, yeah. comedies. I mean, that, yeah. The old schools right, in old school comedies old school. or the movie Old School? Well, you know, now I don't know anymore, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The, the quotable comedies, uh, basically. I was into this movie back in the day where I tell everyone my favorite movie was... Uh, the science of sleep, and it used to give me s- used to take oh. a lot of crap for it. Yeah. The guy it was a French guy, French guy. Yeah, a French right. yeah. Uh, it won like Sundance back in.
3: It was right, Michel Gondry. It was G- Michel Gondry. So you used that to tell people that? people that was your no, favorite but was, No, it was, but it was, was not. It was. I really have <laughs> <never laughs> seen it. It's actually one of the few movies I
1: own. I've actually really liked seen that. you so never seen
3: it. This is like a reverse thing. Usually, me asking you, like, have you watched this movie? You're like, no, never even heard of it. And now, like I, it's an out there movie it. that I really
1: like. Right? Yeah, a um, guy he yeah. confuses like his dreams with real life. Yeah, and it, I, I like it. You know? No, yeah, it's Gal Garcia
2: Ranelle, Charlotte Gainsburg who's doesn't who that was like her first uh, big acting role. And Probably, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. she, uh, she's cool. the daughter of Sarah Gainsburg, the French uh, chanteuse yeah. Chantos singer. So uh, I guess I'm
1: taking over as
3: host now, George. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that was kind of her first big role. She's like really transitioned into yeah. to becoming a serious actress.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I've always wanted to check it out. It seemed really interesting when it first came out, but I just I kind have of a one DVD. Of the DVD. That kind of well, we can watch it one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah DVD player. Sure. Let's yeah. do it. So I have actually. You. Know, we, ha- yeah. I've been introducing you to new movies. Star Wars watch series. <laughs> We watched Star oh, Wars. I because think the three of us went and saw...
1: Didn't it, the we three went to, of us see we went to Star Wars? in Did we? Yeah. That's right. Yes, at Logan with Theater. It? You showed up late. Yeah. That, was, that, you? that was you? That wow. was me? Wow. I remember obviously. You weren't there. We went to go see The
3: Force Awakens. Who did I see it with then? Well, you probably watched it with me too. Oh, yeah. I think I saw it on George's sixth I saw it
0: like ten times. No,
1: I was George's sixth time seeing it in the movie. He told me. I only Matt, you're my sixth. That's No, I didn't watch it that many times.
3: Well, how many times? I think I watched it four times. Okay, no, it was your four. <laughs> but anyways, so that's cool. So so that's good. Yeah. So you like comedies mostly, uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, what about favorite television show? Man? Uh I don't really watch
1: much television. <laughs> yeah. To be honest.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I did when we were last time we were at your apartment. You did show us a lot of the uh, mo- or a lot of the shows that were DDR. Oh, those are my under. roommates. Yeah. Man, oh my god. <laughs> I mean. I was I was kind of embarrassed for you, but it's good to know. I mean, Bachelor in Paradise. I'm just it's kidding. Paradise, man. Why are you I'm making... just kidding. No, so you can't pick a favorite, really. You've never seen like big movies or big shows like Game of Thrones. Never or, seen Game of Thrones. Uh, wow. Breaking Bad, you're watching. Never seen an, an episode favorite. of Breaking Bad. Oh, okay, all right. So, uh, no, I right. just so let's move on. Yeah. So tell me what, what's your because like like I mentioned too, we watch a lot of shows. We catch up, on yeah, shows. Yeah, with yeah. our roommate Mark. Yeah, um, easy. Uh, so what's your favorite show of all time?
0: uh probably Breaking Bad I like all the AMC shows I was really into Mad Men for a long time in college yeah and then kind of fizzled out and I have just finished the last season and uh I don't know how I feel about it yet but <laughs> <laughs> but uh Breaking Bad I mean that I really love Breaking Bad but uh, I mean Seinfeld. That's probably one of them as well. I, I love do like Seinfeld. Seinfeld, a Seinfeld kick lately too. I, do I, love I mean, too. I've seen every single Seinfeld episode probably like three times. <laughs> okay,
2: what's your favorite Seinfeld episode? Oh man. Oh yeah, that's
3: a good question actually. Yeah. And
2: that's why is one. it
0: The Voice? <laughs> 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 All these tough questions about favorites. I know. There's <laughs> so awesome. many. Uh, I don't know.
2: No, yeah. I mean that is okay. kind of a hard one to
3: ask. <laughs> that's a really one. Like, How many one? seasons it, were there? There were like nine, were nine, nine, nine,
0: seasons. nine seasons. Nine seasons.
2: So yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a tough one. I mean ask. there's so many yeah. good ones too. I mean yeah. Were you a fan of it when it was on? No, no. no. Yeah. Oh Me so neither. I think of uh I think back to the ninth season. When when that show was ending, I thought like it should have ended a long time ago. It felt like it went way too long. And yeah. now looking back at it, like the ninth season, eighth and ninth seasons are some of my favorite episodes. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I I actually watched it when it was airing too. I was I remember like I recorded the last episode too on the VHS, you know, because no, I'm like i <laughs> don't talk about my age, but uh, no, we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> no, so, uh, so to yeah. talk about George's age, it was
0: my dad's favorite episode, <laughs> our favorite uh, series, and I remember him watching it uh when i was growing up (laughs) (laughs) that just makes me feel
3: but i love it no 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 i'm just kidding all right so that's good all right so so usually like i mentioned in a few bruce podcasts we each kind of provide a beer to drink and we talk about the beer as as we record and everything so uh the first beer that we have was actually featured on the first movie that we're going to talk about so the first movie that we're actually going to talk about today is drinking buddies when
0: it comes to weddings, you want something that you know most people are gonna like. It gets everyone sufficiently drunk, no fights between the families. Can I see the ring? Oh my
4: God, <laughs> what? Wow,
1: that's beautiful. That's great. <laughs> What'd you do wrong?
4: Stop working so hard. I don't want
1: you guys to strain yourself. Oh, okay, thank you, Kate. Uh-oh. Some Greek salad. That's disgusting. I'm trying not to get scurvy. Come on, not my beer. That's an expert beer tasting technique. No! You're going
3: to get not, me tired! Chris is here. Oh, I can't wait to meet him. If I introduce you, don't say anything stupid or mean. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, <That's> so, uh... <laughs> so, so, yeah, so before we actually get into the movie uh, and we talk about it, the first beer that we have is, is Founder Centennial IPA. It's a beer that was featured during the movie... And uh, Tommy, you want to tell us a little bit about it since you're a beer guy?
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So as George mentioned, uh, this beer is kind of heavily featured in Drinking Buddies uh, pretty often. Uh, You know, they they take a trip to Michigan and they're drinking it uh, on the trip as well as in Chicago. And uh, it's one of Founders' core beers, so they're now canning it. We're drinking it out of cans right now. Mm -hmm. It's pretty hefty beer, 7.2%. And great way to start. Beer, yeah. Great way to yeah. start. Good first beer of the night.
2: I think they call this Few Brews Sessionable.
1: <laughs> sessionable. Yeah, it is Few Brews Sessionable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Very nice, yeah. Mike.
0: But Good. what's interesting about this beer, uh, aside from that, we actually mentioned it on the last Few Brews podcast with Eamon. Mm-hmm. I m- mentioned it in saying I was really into Founders All Day IPA. Yeah. And then I've bought a Ford pack of Centennial, yeah. and it was really off-putting to me. I just thought it was way too hoppy, uh-huh. especially compared to the all-day IPA. Yeah. So this is the the second time I've had this beer since then. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. First you, you did mention that. So and I mean, I, I love Founders so much in all their beer, but I haven't had that beer, had this beer since uh-huh. I was like, I don't know about it. Really? <laughs> and have you?
2: How how is it going? Oh, it's it? very
0: good. Yeah, it's a really good beer. I could see why at the time I was like, Really thought it was way too bitter and hoppy. Yeah.
1: So what you're telling me is, last time you said I don't know about it yet. You're like, hey Mike, yeah. you should go buy Centennial and bring it. Well, I kind of
0: figured I would like <laughs> Why it. This beer, uh, I know
1: I don't like.
0: I kind of figured I would like it now, just based on like where my pal- like how my palate's grown and yeah. mm-hmm. just the beers I enjoy now. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy Founder, so I-, I knew it would be a good product. But nice. yeah, I was like, when I saw him drinking it on the movie, I'm like, oh, we got to get that because uh, I want to try it again. <laughs> cool.
3: All right, so let's talk about the movie, guys. So this is a movie that was directed, uh, written and directed by uh, Joe Swanberg. Joe Swanberg. Swanberg. Swan. Um, Swan. He, very Chicago. Had, <laughs> <laughs> Swanberg. Has he done anything else, Mike? Do you know? Right.
2: He's uh Well, he was primarily an actor uh, who transitioned into writing and directing. Mm-hmm. This was his kind of first foray in, into writing and directing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was his first film, but this was the first one that was kind of a hit, Drinking Buddies. He then made a movie called uh, Happy Christmas, and he, he made a follow up called Digging for Fire, and all of them are kind of in the mumblecore genre, which is kind of improvisational, kind of low key, uh, oftentimes not using trained actors. Uh, this movie is loaded with with successful working actors, yeah, yeah. so it, it's not totally in in that vein. But uh, it's a it's a it's a genre that's been popularized over the last I would say fifteen years, and it's 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 something that a lot of writer directors are interested in because you can do it on a very low budget. Yeah. You can make a movie for, you know, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, which is a lot of money, but relatively speaking, films are usually made for thirty, forty million. Right. You know, even small budget films are made for fifteen million dollars. So being able to do something on that kind of budget really frees you up. You can film it in, you know, natural environments and and do it on a very low budget, non union essentially, or you get like a union Pass when you get a budget that low, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's it's an opportunity for a lot of like actors and directors who are friends to just kind of work on a project and get it out pretty quickly. Right? Yeah. Are they uh,
0: pretty successful? You mentioned like untrained actors. Like, yeah. what are the quality typically for mumblecore?
2: So uh, it, it is a lot of as I said, kind of improvisational. There's like a general outline. If you're familiar with the show Curb Your Enthusiasm, they have like a general outline of what they're gonna do, and then they kind of everybody kind of riffs off of that. Yeah and this is mumblecore is traditionally kind of the same thing except it's dramatic they're doing mm-hmm. a drama and and the hope is that by the actors kind of improvising their lines it feels more naturalistic and it feels more realistic yeah. so it's not you're you're just kind of kind of going on what you feel in the moment and it produces a product as I think they did in this film where it it feels very real to you mm-hmm. and it, yeah. the, the situations <clears throat> feel real and the conversations feel real right yeah, yeah. and that's
3: oh go ahead
0: oh, I was going to say can of on the topic of real can I ask what everyone thinks As was it a good thing or a bad thing how real the movie was
3: I think it was that's what I was gonna mention too like I think it's it it was more effective that way right because it's a just more or more of a modern day kind of story um, where you're kind of you know it's it's just regular people just kind of uh you know their friends they co-workers and, and these are the kind of things that do happen in the workplace sometimes right like they tell you all the time don't get involved with co-workers but you know, what I'm referring to is the, the relationship between Olivia Wilde and Jake Johnson in the movie. No, you haven't really given a plot
2: summary for Right, so, mm. so,
3: so the movie, it stars Olivia Wilde, Jake Johnson, Anna Kendrick, and Ron Livingston. Um, like, like Mike mentioned, great cast. And, and, and so these actors pretty much just had a general outline for the movie, and most of it was improvised. And and so that's what what I found really interesting is the fact that they were able to improvise, but at the same time just bring some sense of, like, realism to it, right? Because you really do get a sense of, of of the relationship between, like, Jake Johnson and Anna Kendrick's character, like, how close they are, how in love they are. But then at the same time, it's like Jake Johnson and Olivia Wilde who worked together at Revolution Brewing, they did a really good job of selling that relationship, too, and just how, like, they kind of, uh, I don't know, like, just the flirtiness and stuff like that and... and 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 but that's okay, no, well I'm not trying <laughs> to get myself in trouble here either I know. or just keep going, John. Keep going. But this is the kind of thing that makes you think about like all your insecurities when you are in a relationship, right? It's like is she is she being too friendly with her co-worker? Is he being too friendly with his co-workers too, you know? And I think this is kind of one of those movies that really tries to uh, capture that sense right where it's like mm. man like you know there's these relationships that people build in in the workplace can really affect you outside of work and everything like that and 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 that's really a really it's a big modern day thing i think too it's but like just in general right it really is just but just the way that we're able, able to capture the atmosphere and and throw in some Modern elements, working at a brewery, craft beer is a huge thing. Like you said, they're drinking Founders all day. Yeah. They're working at Revolution Brewing, which is just down the street. Not only
0: modern there. elements, elements very specific to Chicago, which yeah. mm-hmm. so specific that people not in Chicago that watched the movie probably had no idea what they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so
3: it's so cool that that they actually re- use a real brewery and everything too. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I really dug it. I dug the realism of it too. Um, I think it's pretty amazing considering the fact that it was uh, improvised for the most part, right? Mm. So the great actors, you would expect it to be a comedy considering the cast, um, but overall it's more of a drama. Um, so what did you guys think? Matt, what did you think? I
1: agree like with Tommy that? though. I, my wondering is, how does someone outside of Chicago look at it? Because there was so much like, so much really? in Chicago. So yeah, much. I it more, I I got as empty much as bottle, yeah.
0: Revolutions you know, kind yeah. of a brewery, um, yes, yeah. so, I mean, it's not necessarily something that, you know, it could be a made-up brewery for anyone knows and right, they can relate yeah. to it, but there's just, like, so many, like,
1: plugs yeah. of But even things. the fact of, like, dating someone outside of your neighborhood, too, like, when she goes back to the hotel, uh, back to his apartment, and she's like, oh, empty bottle, have you ever been there? Oh, I've yeah. heard of it, and it's like, the, you know, the separation I think, I really a good point. right there. Yeah. No,
3: I get it, but at the same time, it's not one of those things that... I well, think uh, now think you mention Chicago I'm
2: wondering how much of that I didn't catch just because it's so natural to me. Even exactly, the even yeah. the
0: look of and feel of the different apartments and different neighborhoods are right. very Chicago apartments. But right. that's
3: that's the thing though. Like I think we're noticing that those details as Chicagoans. But I think for the most part, it's not heavily reliant on those on those little things that are they're kind no. of just those little details. It's mostly about the relationships, and I think that's what you come away with most. So. Like that's what you get come away with is like the relationships that's like that that are that's building between all these different people. And yeah, it's kind of cool that they featured like Chicago, like just local things from Chicago, right? But I think just because we're Chicagoans, we kind of like blow it up a little bit more. But it's not something that I think would take away from anybody else watching it, you know? Because I think they did a really well, really good job of building the characters and well, i think the story. that's
0: true mainly based around jake johnson mm. the two yeah. relationships you mentioned are centralized around him yeah and i think he did a great job making those seem real mm. like ron livingston's character i didn't care for at all <laughs> i didn't care for his acting in the movie at all really? i thought his acting too well i mean it's largely improvisational and you know so there was no script, and the things he said were just like so dull and like unrelatable. It's like who is this guy? Why are like so many girls I, I interested no, in no. him? Because How, he's so many not girls, really there that. In- How many
3: girls are interested in just one girl? Two, two. Well, okay, well, two. okay you're right. You're right. the two girls, but but he wasn't, I think that's he kind of boring. I think that's that's the thing. That's what you're trying to. They're trying to separate it the two like characters. Really like he a cool record collection, yeah. right? well, he had a record collection, he had a job in the music industry, <laughs> yeah, but he's right. like this
0: very uninteresting guy. Like, if you're in the music industry kind in Chicago, of like, in I know people in the, in the music industry in Chicago, and yeah. uh-huh. that's not them, I mean. Right.
3: Maybe not. So, but but at the same time, it kind of helps distinguish the difference between the two people. Like, Anna Kendrick's right? character. And why, why is, is she interested?
0: Why was she, like swayed to make out with him because he's so boring like i get like <laughs> oh he likes different. wine and he has that like a get big,
2: it, tommy you're not into him <laughs> no i i'm just saying like <laughs> i, I thought it. his that's kind of boat,
0: like a main not. plot point is like her questioning her relationship with jake johnson but it was like her because questioning guide, it with him he's the
3: guy that like got his life together that's successful, like you know what I'm saying, and it, and and at the same time, he, he's a guy that apparently feels like he just knows what he wants, right? He got like you um, know what I'm saying. Whereas she has relationship, and that's why she keeps bringing it up: Are we going to get married? Are we not going to get married? Because it's like, well, I don't want you to string me along either. So it's like there's a really interesting guy that's completely different that she feels because interesting she,
0: though is the problem. Uh-huh.
3: I think the, but the that's problem is it was different the two personalities different guys. Exactly. Like someone so who guys like to have knows where he's going. Yeah.
1: And then the other guy who says, Well, let's it's, revisit this conversation. Yeah, you and, know and he's where a I'm at. Party guy, conversation. kind of, obviously.
3: Guy that goes out drinking all the time, just hanging out with friends. And she's he's like. He's drinking
2: constantly. That was one thing that stuck out to me yeah. throughout the film, just how much they were drinking. Well, the difference,
1: too, is like when Olivia Wilde would go back and she'd be like, I'm going to grab a beer. Or, Hey, you didn't touch any of the beer that I got yet. Right. It was mm-hmm. like that right there put the separation how different they were. Yeah, right. And
3: then that sells her attraction to Jake Johnson's character at the same time. Because well, he's that's, what yeah, Johnson, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Jake Johnson, again. But the movie does a
1: really great job
3: if it doesn't go where you
1: think it's gonna go, where yeah. most movies right. will go. Because most movies are gonna
3: well, we don't want to talk about like spoilers right. and, and like, the ending. It's we been of... out for a while. Yeah. It's been... <laughs> yeah. No, it hasn't been the, that long. A couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's probably been at least a year. But this, years. Is, this, this wasn't a big movie, so you know, it's, just, it's a movie that you can find on Netflix. So if... right, We've already so...
0: spoiled kind of a few big points, or yeah. at least I well, have. Well, <laughs> yeah, kind of,
3: but, but we didn't, because there's so much more, right? A lot of that is kind of things you pick up in the beginning anyways, right? I guess if you guys would recommend would, would you guys actually recommend this for people? Like I mentioned, it's on Netflix and instant streaming, um, really easy to find. So would you guys recommend it?
0: Um, if you live in Chicago, I'd recommend it just based on the
3: references. Yeah.
2: Do people Plus, in Chicago just want to watch things about Chicago. Yeah. Even
0: like in the dark night where they're filming in Chicago and right. it's like in front of the board of <laughs> trade building. And like, I knew someone who worked on that corner. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. I mean, that mu- movie I really enjoyed as well. But uh, yeah, um, I think it's kind of... I mean, it might be the genre, but, uh yeah, I mean, you have to be in the right mood for it, I feel like. No,
3: you're right, yeah. you right. I have mixed emotions
1: on it. Uh, it's very dry. Yeah. Very like... slow-moving at yeah. times, too, because I feel like there's a lot of non-verbal cues in, throughout the whole movie, where there's times where no one says anything for, like, two to three minutes. Mm. Right. But a lot's happening. You yeah. just have to be focused and pay attention on
2: it. I've had this movie on my Netflix too for, like, at least a year And I've been wanting to see it Since it came out Like when in 2012 Somewhere around Like 2013 maybe 13 Yeah, yeah. So it's been out for a long time This is a movie I, Just with this genre I don't know how you guys feel About this genre If, if you've seen the films In this particular genre But uh, I don't know I just feel like it's the type of thing You have to be in the mood for Yeah You gotta kinda know What you're getting into And I kept putting it off And
1: putting it off And then when I finally watched it I really enjoyed it
3: Yeah can we no, agree right. that
1: Jason Sudeikis seemed like he was the most comfortable going off the cuff <laughs> than everybody else? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 You could tell he was more well trained at this right, the kind of improv. than everybody else. <laughs> yeah. well, that's really, so that's really why I think like,
0: Jake Johnson probably somewhat part, trained in like uh-huh. that yeah. sort of acting as well. I feel like
1: everybody who comes
2: out of Chicago as an actor is probably yeah. somewhat trained in that.
3: Yeah. I mean, Sudeikis had a smaller part though, so he has yeah. not that much pressure right. on him as to carry the movie as much. So but his like,
1: scenes you, know. you could tell he was comfortable in. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. Yeah. And this I mean, is uh, where he met Olivia Wilde, isn't it? Is it where he met her? I, I think I know. So. No, that's what I was, At the I movie or in Chicago?
0: Working. Working.
1: Yeah. I just hear. To, yeah, I heard they just got drunk the whole movie too. Yeah. Because yeah. the all movie was the beer was they were, they were drinking, drinking was real. Well, yeah, I
0: read the like uh buzzed like Anna Kendrick and Olivia Wilde.
1: Got well, blood, I heard, blood. yeah. I heard the first time she showed up to one, she took a chug of a beer and she's a little tiny girl. She didn't realize it was
3: real beer. Yeah. She was just like, like, oh, well,
1: we've been drinking beer since 10 a.m., yeah. and now she's drunk. <laughs> for the
3: most part, they had real beer instead of, like, prop beer.
1: So, right. Yeah. No, for the entire, yeah. game, there was no for, prop yeah.
3: beer. So, so on the
0: topic of beer, it. should we let's do this go, few brews crossover yeah. right now and talk about the We're beer in the talk movie?
3: About, uh, let's, well, let's talk about the next, let's get our next beer. Sure.
2: So the second beer we're drinking is Revolution's Oktoberfest. Yeah, which is a beer, another beer I have not had. I don't. You've have never quite, had this before. No, oh, I, sure. I, I don't have quite the uh, experience you guys have. I drink a lot of beer, but it yeah. tends to be kind of the same, same few <laughs> That's, yeah. That's good. That's uh-huh. so good. Yeah.
3: So um, real quick though, uh, the Oktoberfest, like uh, Mike mentioned, um, from Revolution Brewing. So it kind of ties into the uh, you know Drinking Buddies movie as well, and it's five point seven percent. It's a very delicious beer. Probably one of my favorites of theirs as well too, even though it's obviously not year round. Um, but I think it's great, and of course, I, I I just love the artwork on all their cans and everything too. So it's very delicious. So uh, Mike, like you mentioned, you, you're not you're just kind of getting into craft beer. And I mean, I've, like
2: I've been drinking craft beer for a while, but I'm really kind of aggressively expanding my yeah. palate more yeah. recently
3: so you recently went to the uh, a few brews event as well and this birthday. was the, the birthday um, I did yeah, the birthday one they um, say like, it's your birthday two, they say it's a birthday it's like two months ago mm. um, so yeah so what was your first few brews event experience like it was great
2: you guys put on a, a great show uh, yeah. just the learning about beers it's really interesting and fun and getting to be t- able to sample them Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of fell in love with Le Tube, the... Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Tube, yeah, that's one so nice. of you favorites. Did. I think yes. everyone there did. My favorite thing
1: about that was, it was the one that we may have almost didn't feature. In no, the, that's we, not yeah, true. No, uh, I think we did almost. Not no, you're two. right. You're right. Uh, so,
0: no, we didn't buy enough. We didn't. Well,
1: because we didn't think people were going to like it as much right. as they did. Because it's... It was we kind always of a different a style. Yeah. But but Matt gave like a really impassioned I did. Speech I did. I stood and up and I gave that speech and I sold it and Tommy had to have it. Um and then <laughs> was, everyone loved it. And I agree. It was It, great. Was, yeah. it, went, it, was, the, it was It was the most go to for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, Winer uh, beer, beer, beer Company in case on the South, what south we're Side of Chicago.
2: Yeah.
0: If you're looking for it, it's <laughs> a yellow can with a kind in a bathtub
2: and a tub. Yeah. Is that the one in uh, Back of the Yards or Canaryville, or where is it? That
0: one um, is... It's... Uh, I don't know the neighborhood. It's where... You know where the plant... Have you heard of the plant? It's like this... I mean, there's a lot co-op of kind of type, that green multiple facility, right? There's a lot yeah. of business going. It's on the south side somewhere. Um, I don't know what. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I
2: think it's in uh, back of the. It might be. Ba- think, it might actually be. back I think of the that's what, where they will yeah, like some, brew the beer on one level, and the next level to use the waste to grow. Oh more fruit. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. that, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they
1: yeah. use all of their waste. They recycle all of their waste. Right. So. Hmm. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess you didn't know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So the sour beer. Uh, was that like your like? How, what's your experience like with sour beers? My
2: experience that was like the maybe the third time I've ever had a sour beer, and oh, okay. uh, it was by far the best one I've yeah, ever had. Yeah, so. very delicious. Yeah, and it was
0: a wild saison, so wild yeast, you know, helped ferment that saison and give it a little bit of sourness. It was definitely not. Overpowering in any way, especially compared to our last tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah sour, sour, you you can really kind of someone, kick you yeah. in
1: the teeth. Oh, that. yeah. Well, no, we had yeah. some of them. Yeah, in the last one. <laughs> yeah, kicked a few yeah. people in their teeth,
3: stomach. Yeah, while well, sour, yeah, oh. was rough. Yeah, plan right to stay. It was, <laughs> it was <very> rough. <laughs> 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 okay. So, so I guess uh we're gonna move on now. We're gonna talk about our second movie.
0: You don't want to talk about the beer in the beer movie.
1: Tommy wants yeah, to give his drink.
3: opinion. He's got a hypothesis. Okay. There's So much to talk about. I'm at
1: 39. There's honestly,
2: there's right, been a line. to, to give already, you a, an idea pretty, of what's going on behind the scenes of this 30. podcast. There's been like a mystery brewing for it in the build up to this show. There's, there's a theory so much to out talk there. About. There's something happening. Like in This, this
0: is movie. so focused on Chicago's beer scene at a very specific time. All right,
3: wait, what did you guys say? It's your, Tommy. Okay. My question is,
1: why uh, would a Chicago beer movie feature a Michigan beer in Founders and So, while while watching the
0: movie, they featured a lot of different beer. Obviously, when they're at Revolution, they're drinking Revolution. Not out of cans, uh, if you've noticed. And Olivia Wilde's character... Uh, mentions that they haven't uh, installed their canning line yet, which I, which yeah, makes me curious ah, as
1: to right. she when did when she they, was trying to sell the canning. Yeah, so yes. I'm
0: curious. First off, when they filmed the movie, because it was obviously released three years ago, and I, I believe, you know, Revolution had cans at that time. Uh, so it kind of makes me think. Okay, well, it's kind of a little bit for a few years back yeah. when craft beer was kind of just booming in Chicago, because Revolution is obviously one of the the kind of aside from like Goose Island, one of the new craft breweries and like that new wave of, right. of yeah. craft. Would brewery. you say
2: they're like the number two in Chicago, essentially behind Goose Island, or is there another one? You'd
0: say? Uh, it's probably competition with Half Acre.
1: I know. would put it above. I would put above Half Acre. Ultimately, because though. I my brother in Cleveland loves Fistmas and he talks to me about how much he loves it. And I don't think he knows. Half Acre, yeah. yeah. He knows. I mean, Goose Island. Everyone knows Goose Island. Right. I feel nation. Um, so I would put it. At, I think I agree. I put it. Number so they two. drank
0: a lot of Half Acre. So the kind of order of the new wave of craft beer, as mentioned at uh, the tasting you were at the mm. the birthday tasting, uh, Metropolitan was the first, uh, then Half Acre, and then Revolution. Uh, so there's a lot of Half Acre being drunk, but there's a lot of Michigan beer being drunk, specifically this Founders. Uh, Centennial IPA and that's probably because a lot of craft beer being distributed to Chicago was from uh, Michigan at that time when mm-hmm. Chicago was just mm-hmm. kind of building its craft beer scene yeah, so I thought know. that was really interesting and mm-hmm. kind of true to the time that, mm-hmm. that they were filming it yeah yeah. Or, I, mean, or, I, don't know. who knows? I mean well like they we used the before, facility though. of Revolution in yeah. there you know it was clearly very stripped down like compared to if you go into their tap room today like it's Uh, a very you can tell like similar aspects of it but it's very very different like there's no barrels stacked to the ceiling like mm -hmm. hiding a lot of the behind the scenes like you could they had like the fenced off area in the movie but you could see through oh yeah yeah they're right yep uh and then like if you know like revolution and some of the people that work there you can see them throughout the movie like when they were hosting their anniversary party, I think it was mm-hmm. like the guy behind the bar uh, was the guy on a, a little crazy can. Like it was the same guy. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like crazy, like long hair and beard. Like he was just still, shit, chilling.
2: I gotta, go, the the I gotta yeah. go back and watch that again. You've been holding out. <laughs> I know. I was, Why like, did
3: you tell us I it's like, a movie? Well, I uh, thought you we were
1: sharing notes before. No, he's recording. bringing this shit up seriously. Someone wants to be number one tonight. I guess. No, I mean. Wow we got a gold star For that one Wow
0: But like uh, And we were just At Benny's And saw the guy, one of the Revolution uh, guys there And he I saw Like he wasn't Very featured He was just like Walking in a line uh-huh. Into that party The new
1: one The Logan Square one That we were just at No No, no it, was it was the, the competition Yeah the competition nice. yeah. Oh I was like, yeah, The yeah, guy remember that.
0: Brady pointed him out I like, wasn't there the com- which oh, yes, competition.
1: Sure. <laughs> I wasn't invited, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was all a blur. It was all... I invited myself. I know,
2: I didn't get invited.
1: Yeah. I watched that beer get bleed. Yeah.
2: No, but it's interesting you mentioned that. I there was like a during that party scene, I just assumed that a lot of those people were involved with Revolution. Yeah. And like we said before about this being uh, kind of improvisational and them working with an outline, you imagine they walk into it with an outline of this is a relationship, uh sorry, and it's set in a brewery and mm-hmm. And a lot of that kind of background was just filled in on the spot by by being in that environment. So mm-hmm. you can reference something that's true, and that yeah, because you can talk to the actual brewers there, and you can they can tell you what to say to make it sound yeah. realistic. And I feel like that really added to the kind of the real feeling of the movie. That kind of it it, it seemed it all seemed like. They belonged in that environment. It did not yeah, sound like they were it, bullshitting. It's not like when you watch. It
1: changes like my outlook on the movie now. It's not like when wow. you watch like a hecker movie yeah. and they're
2: like enhanced or something, and it's well, just, yeah. you could tell it's bullshit. Like this really felt like they knew what they were talking about, even though they probably didn't. But they're just, you know, they're around the people who were able to fill in those gaps.
0: Yeah, I mean, just with the name "drinking buddies," it kind of. Without even knowing what it's about, will appeal to like those beer nerds, right? Yep. So like having <laughs> a those, huge market, having like those kind of details in it, I feel like really. I want to know why
1: that. when we were watching it, you didn't point that out to us. He was saying, like, did you? He, he, he was going to back pocket that, like, oh, there's a podcast tomorrow yeah, night. <laughs> no <know>. <laughs> <You know, laughs> way! I'm yeah. going to share this with these guys. Yeah. I'm sharing well, it with you right I'm now. Gonna, I wish I would have known coming into this. You
0: yeah. didn't talk during <laughs> the movie. You didn't mention anything. Way was, to make us look like idiots. I know.
1: Seriously, I was going to say that tonight. But then you said it first. Huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, that's the thing you were talking about. Okay.
3: Yeah. All right. So, good movie. We obviously, obviously liked it more than was, we thought. Yeah. yeah shit. Oh, well, that was there was a lot to yeah. talk about with the ties to the beer industry and stuff like that, too. So, uh, then we're going to move on to our second movie now. Um, and the second movie that we watched right before we recorded is The Legend of Drunken Master.
5: perfect timing expert training and years of practice to become a master but for this master Here you go. it only takes one drink to become invincible ah uh, drunken boxing! You, get up! Down the hatch! No more drinking! But now... <laughs> ...when an international gang of terrorists... <laughs> ...threaten to steal a nation's treasure... ...to take them on... ...he's got a tie one on.
1: Don't worry, it gives him power. Oh good
5: stuff for this master it's last call for the final brawl jackie chan the legend of drunken master
3: all right so the legend of drunken master is a movie it's an older movie it's from it's 19 like
0: Consciences of your hair
1: really yeah what do you mean uh, older I'm... to who huh older to who george Oh. George watched it so when he was George, 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George remembers
3: when it came out. George yeah. saw this on his 21st
1: birthday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the movie was
3: released in 1994. And uh, it's a Jackie Chan movie. Ooh, my first ever.
1: It's your no, first I'm, just ever. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what was the
3: one where it was like the comedy? with oh, the like Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Yeah. That was my okay. first oh. Alright, so, but this is like true Jackie Chan, like a true. true Jackie Chan movie, you know? Like, this is why he was on Rush Hour. And. You know, like, obviously, Rush Hour was one of the movies that kind of made him so famous in the U.S., right? But before that, for decades, this guy was, like, releasing so many great movies um, and it's great kung fu movies. Um, and one of the biggest things just about Jackie Chan is obviously, like we talked about earlier when we were watching it, it's like he does his own stunts and he has his own uh, stunt group, too, and everything like that. So he's in charge of the choreography and stuff like that. Um, so that's pretty much where most of the the fame and 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 just the excitement for these movies comes from, right? It's just like watching those amazing stunts and that amazing fight choreography. And uh, you know, this movie is one of my favorites uh, of of Jackie Chan's. You know, I think it's even it's a 1994 movie, like I mentioned. So obviously, it's a little dated. Um, the dubbing is a little, you know, funny. Um, <laughs> um, it, but but that's. Also, kind of the charm of the movie, right?
2: Mm. So because these movies are essentially comedies.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. Comedies. this is obvious. This is I didn't definitely... think it
0: seemed that dated. Like it kind of yeah. felt true to style from mm. someone that doesn't watch a lot of Kamku movies. Yeah, like yeah. it, like a lot of the ones we've seen, like George, you and I. It's kind of similar. Yeah, uh, feel to it. It didn't seem too dated. Yeah, especially yeah, since Jackie true. Chan looks the same age as does <laughs> I now. Yeah. was going to say because in the
1: movie he's a son. <laughs> Was he eighteen or was he fifty four? <laughs> I didn't know the whole and you know, movie. And I looked that Wikipedia. Like, and how crack, like,
3: yeah. So the funny thing is that this is a sequel, and and uh, I believe the first one was nineteen seventy eight. Nineteen seventy eight. What? Which was years fourteen years. years? Sixteen years. Wait, wait was years. he in both of them? Yes. Oh yeah. And
1: he yeah. was an eighteen year old in both. What? Well, I mean, he got <laughs> past an eighteen year old. I feel like. And that's what I was thinking think about too. So. I don't think he
0: was eighteen.
3: He, so in the first one, he, was? I he mean, he's
2: got what they call the
1: George he, Lopez thing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he does. does. George yeah. Lopez, so, your <laughs> host, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <Whatever>.
3: <laughs> so he has to be in his thirties in this, right? Oh no, man, I'm sure. You think that, yeah. he's so, in his thirties? In playing life, but they're trying to
1: portray him as like an eighteen-year-old or something like yeah. that. 30s, like a young
0: seventy-eight.
1: That's you don't like, get kicked out of your house. Dad just ruin it. At 30 some years oh, old right. <laughs> uh, But no So He's so, like college age 18
3: years 21 He's drinking Before it's... we go on a rant uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, You don't know what the drinking age is Mike uh, What do you What do you think at? about the movie I know this is a movie that you You watched a while ago too Right Wow,
2: Jackie Chan was forty years old.
0: Oh, no. No. Was, uh,
2: no, I think he uh, was in his late
1: thirties, thirty. Like, uh, how old was he in the, in the, the Rush Hour? Movies. Movies. <laughs> in the Rush Hour movie, the Late well, forties, ninety four. Really? Or, but wait, how old yeah. was he supposed to be in the movie? I, but, I'm assuming he had to be like twenties at the. Latest. Yeah, like
3: eighteen or twenty-two-ish or something I'm like that. Sticking with eighteen. Yeah. How old is Jackie
1: Chan <laughs> right now?
3: <laughs> I think
2: it's sixty. Is he alive? He was born in 1954. So, yeah, he's about
1: he's 62 62. Yeah. Um, 50, yeah, yeah,
3: 62.
1: <laughs> Come on, finance guy. We've been... Guy. Okay. You're I'll, fired. <laughs> <laughs> collaboration, I'm done.
3: <laughs> um, um, but, yeah, uh, Mike, tell us a little bit more about the movie or what you thought uh,
2: about it. Yeah, so I'm a big Jackie Chan fan. I mentioned your, to you earlier. Uh, yeah. I loved him growing up. The thing about Jackie Chan is when he first started his career... He was actually in as a young breakout star in China going to be kind of the successor to Bruce Lee mm-hmm. and they could not be more different as performers if you'll notice Bruce Lee was always you know very serious very like kind of hardcore classic kung fu movies and uh, that's how Jackie Chan started out he started out in movies like that and they didn't quite work he like it never really worked and, and just because he's kind of like a he's more of a natural comedian and as I don't know if you know if you picked up on this watching the films, but his one of his greatest influences is, is Fred Astaire and classic um, American kind of musical comedies and those those you know the movies where you you break out into a big dance sequence uh-huh. and you can see that so clearly in all of his, in, in all of his fight choreography they're essentially dances yeah. And if you, if you view the movies through that perspective, I think you come away with a different feeling of them. Mm-hmm. They're very much in that kind of classic Fred Astaire style, they, that he'll have like a kind of slapstick comedy leading into a large choreographed dance sequence, or in this case, a fight sequence. Mm-hmm. And, and as you mentioned earlier, Jackie Chan is kind of legendary for doing his own stunts and the kind mm-hmm. of the beating he takes during all of these movies. Uh, he also kind of, he holds a record, I believe, for most takes. In a, in a film, he had a, a, a I forget this movie with dragon in the title, where there's a shuttlecock scene where they're playing, I don't know if you know, uh, like, Batman. Mm-hmm. But they're playing by, uh, by they're playing Batman no. with their feet, essentially. And it's kind of this legendary scene where they're, like, doing kung fu and knocking it around. He did literally a thousand takes to get one shot right. And it's, he has this kind of intense, insane, insanely intense kind of dedication to doing the scene practically. If, if it involves fire, there's actual fire. If it involves him jumping from a second story building, he's jumping from the second story of a building in real life. There's a scene in this film where they're fighting the Axe Gang. And uh, you can you can kind of see like Best they they only have right guy. they only have so many takes to do these things because they're actually really doing them. So there's a scene where he's like jumping out the window with another guy onto an awning, but the awning's already falling down, so he misses the, the, he's supposed to land on it and fall on it, but it doesn't. He misses it because it falls too early, and so he just falls from the second story onto the awning as it's already on the floor. Mm-hmm. And it's like that kind of—you uh, can kind of see the seams in his films, and that always kind of really endeared them to me. The fact that you can kind—you of, can like kind of see the pain that he's going through, yeah. in the actual finished product,
3: yeah. And I, and they always have those outtakes and those like moments in which he gets hurt trying to perform these uh you know these stunts right and so it's crazy to think like yeah you're watching him get hurt during one of those takes but he had to do it again right to get it right so isn't it like that's just that's pretty incredible to think that this guy's putting his body through so much right and like like mike mentioned he would you know he, he'll have so many takes just to get it right so that it looks good on film and it does right like so when you watch the movie And you you're watching him fight these guys and guys getting thrown around. It's like it took so much effort and so many takes to get to that perfect like just strike and everything and the guy sliding across the floor like and it just looks so I don't know. I I think about the hot
1: coals scene where I was like, yeah, that's not really happening, is it? And at the end it was like, oh shit, like he really did jump on hot coals, right? They had to like 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 fight it off, and they jump up like fire extinguishers, like. Well, I mean, that's pretty impressive yeah, like, at the yeah. end of the day. like.
3: So overall, like, what did you think about the movie, though, man? <laughs> I mean, I, like, I mentioned that. I mean, we kind, personally... of actually, we kind of
1: sprung this movie. So here's the honest truth. You guys thought, like, a couple minutes in, you probably thought I was texting on my phone. I was on Wikipedia reading the plot of the movie. Oh, I, really? I was, like, so confused. <laughs> so I was like, what just happened? So yeah. finally, like, as I was reading Wikipedia, I caught up to where the movie was at. Um, and then I started paying attention. I was like... It wasn't a half bad movie. Yeah. I didn't know how you were going to connect the two because I know like we're doing this uh, collaboration with few brews. Let's bring some right. beer into. It. And I was like, but it was the sours. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I was like, how are we going to get a kung fu movie related to drinking? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this guy's obviously drinking a lot of sour beers because he yeah, <laughs> so fucking powerful. Right yeah, now. it's so. It like made so well, much. They sense didn't. At the end.
0: They didn't like explain. The drunken fighting. He didn't Actually, ever, but, you know, it was like a style, (laughs) but then it was enhanced when that person was actually drinking. Because powers powers, give you powers.
1: When he he was, like, fighting for the chicken, I was like, you know, like the salmon or whatever he was, and he was trying to press the snake girl. I was like, so is drunken boxing just, like, curling your fingers like you're drunk? Like, like, it it makes sense to me at first. And Uh then at the end, when he's, like, drinking and getting, I was like, Okay, that makes sense to me because because he's done it. As I, you know, this is where you bring in like my life. This is literally and like, Matt's fighting. As up. I <laughs> yes. drink more, I'm obviously more powerful, and my fi- fighting and boxing gets better. And and dancing right. yeah, and yeah, my dancing. Well, like dance. Dance. I break out into a big dance scene too after drinking. Yeah. Like it. just like Jackie Chan is influenced by. Yeah, by you, it all comes together. Is influenced yeah. by you. As most people, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's kind
2: of a, a throwaway line in the film. It's it's a background where he's on scene, but the person off screen is kind of explaining drunken boxing. Which is that uh, if you drink, your your senses become a little dulled. Yeah. His, dad says, oh, yeah. Yeah. His dad said that. His dad said
1: that, yeah. Well, like yeah. You become more loose less and less predictable. And then he said yeah. there's like a special line before you become an alcoholic. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I think we've, we've all at this table right, towed right. that line, Tommy. <laughs> like, we Me? all know.
3: We all know, like, there's a line. I and like, like so, Jackie
1: in this film,
2: we've all crossed that line at one yeah. point. I think we're
3: all towing that line right now, too. Because we started th- drinking... Earlier, Like, we were drinking beers while we watched the movie, too. You to were drinking?
1: Them. I wasn't <laughs> no, drinking. I wasn't drinking either. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um,
3: no, 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 but... but Back yeah, that
1: one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, like I said, I'm a big Jackie Chan fan. I love these movies for so long since I was a kid, you know. So, like, I've always loved Kung Fu, too. Bruce Lee movies and stuff like that. So, um, and like, you know, Mike said, this is a different... You know, obviously, Bruce Lee is, like, the master, right? Like, highly regarded. And But one of the things for me that I really enjoyed about, about Jackie Chan was just how much he was able to incorporate humor into all of his movies and stuff, too. Especially as a kid, right? Because I was a teenage kid early and just like just really getting into unspecified I, I, know, I'll, I'll, I know how do when were you a teenage kid but anyways uh, no
1: but it was I just remember being kind well, of I wasn't original? One. I, I, was was one. One. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't was born yeah I
4: wasn't
3: born was 74 <laughs> right actually I don't even think you know was, when that
1: first drunken one came out you're a teenager 74 no <laughs> yeah. I, I I I
3: don't even think I was a teenager yet when I first the were first movie the, the first Jack backtrack in here the first second the first oh Degatan movie that I watched was Rumble in the Bronx. And I just remember just being blown away by just by him, right? Like, God, mm. the, the action. The acting terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the acting was
2: terrible. The voiceovers terrible. are comically bad, Obviously, which adds to
3: that. Yeah. <laughs> so what but like that comedy? movie
0: we were watching on the screen at the venue that one time.
3: That was Kung Fu Hustle. Yes. I was oh, not there. Was I was not, movie. So I was not there, Yeah, you were. I was not there. But I heard it, and, yeah, I, and the way it we was We were towing that line me, then. Yeah, we <laughs> were towing that line.
1: I think we fell over the line. That was a great movie. Was Jackie no, Chan in it? No, he's no. not. No. No. But uh, what I was But it is so no? racist. Oh, wow. racist? Why is, is that racist? Why is that racist? I thought that's the reason why we're connected to no. the Well, the reason I was mentioning...
0: The reason I was mentioning it is because I really enjoyed that. Oh, from what I, I, someone, one, I don't know who it was, but described Jackie Chan as like, almost like clown in a way, like a yeah. traditional sense where he brings like humor into his performance like you were mentioning. Yeah. Mm. But I really enjoy like those types of kung fu yeah. movies. No. I think it's like so entertaining and I don't, I haven't watched that many.
3: Yeah, and, uh, I, and I I remember you guys described it like I wasn't there, but I just knew it was Kung Fu Hustle and it's such a good movie too. Really good movie. Yeah, yeah that, that movie kind of came movies, out
2: yeah. of the legacy of what Jackie Chan did. Oh, did, Like okay. I said, Jackie Chan, yeah. At the time, when he was just a young guy starting out, the only kind of kung fu movie there was was the kind of Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. hardcore, and, the, like, and like the wushu, like, flying uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon, I don't know if you've ever seen oh, it. Man. That nope. kind of style, oh. like, flying around on, on ropes and doing oh, yeah, kind of crazy, yeah, yeah. like, they, they call it wushu style. And Jackie Chan didn't really break out as a star until he kind of broke away from that and started doing his own thing, which is very much that kind of comedic, yep. big set piece, almost dance-like fighting and yeah. that that is just imbued with humor, and
0: as you said, like that movie Kung Fu Hustle kind of comes out of that legacy. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. that one, what did we watch? Mr. Something. We were watching it. Mr. It oh, or something. Oh, uh, yeah. It Man. No, it, Man. Right. it Man. It yeah. Man. Yeah. Like, that one seemed serious, but there was a lot of humor in that as well. There like, was a little bit of humor. Just in because, like, yeah. it seemed like
1: so... Yeah. I don't know, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Jackie Chan was the funniest person in this movie.
3: The stepmom. Stepmom. Stepmom oh, was exactly. easily the funniest mom. Yeah. Uh, not mom. <laughs> the funniest person in the
1: movie. Yeah. Stepmoms yeah, yeah. are moms. Stepmoms sorry, are Chris stepmom. Diamond. So, no, sorry, No, no, no. She's too. a real mom. She's a real mom.
3: So, 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 so um. <laughs> it might be as stupid We're behind on beers right now, so we, I think we should move on to our next beer.
0: Let's chug.
3: Chug.
1: I'm out, guys, so I'm not chugging. <laughs> yeah, you know if You weren't chugging. <laughs> oh, what is that, Tommy? It was.
0: Crush oh, oh. on your head. On
1: my head. Because I'm a man. <laughs> 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 <I> mean,
3: wow. On <laughs> my head because I'm a man, really? <laughs> oh, God. Alright, so we're. <laughs> so we're gonna try our last beer. What are we drinking now? You seem sad
0: about it. No.
3: You got brothers and sisters. More energy. Here's George. a question, George. You have brothers and sisters? I absolutely How do you guys get
1: along? Oh,
0: yes. This is do the guys, perfect discussion. Do you now. guys ever, do you ever
3: fight? You know, that's, the, that's so funny because, like, we actually haven't. Fight over movies? No, we actually haven't fought in years. Oh, so this is going nowhere. Tommy. Yeah. Have you ever
1: followed me? He's kidding. <laughs> have you ever followed Have you and Annie
3: ever gone fisticuffs? Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. Have Yo, you ever seen Tyler? George showing his age. Oh,
1: wow. No.
0: So back
3: in the 70s. When we were kids,
0: we fought. Yeah. you had a kid.
3: Kind of girl. I no, Not that shit. a kid. Okay. Yeah, what about you?
0: No. Matt, Matt doesn't know his siblings.
1: Oh, a few, no, uh, okay, no. That's, that's bullshit. Damn. I know. I know. <laughs> all of them. Getting He knows <laughs> all of
0: them. Okay, let's
1: backpedal and. You, why what, are we talking about siblings? That's what I want to let everyone. Hear we just know. wanted
0: to try this beer, honestly. <laughs>
1: what beer are you talking about, Tommy? Because this is a podcast, and we can't see what's in your hand. Well,
0: <laughs> if you give me a second here, you and George over there are oh, interviewing oh, each other. Oh
1: <laughs> no! I'm not your sibling. Don't be so rival. Hi, my name is uh, Tommy next. Crawford. <laughs>
0: This is George Lopez, and welcome to the Fugers Podcast.
1: (laughs) Here's a collaboration. We should jump into a new one. Hope you guys sit back and relax, because you had another hour of this. (laughs) Um,
0: But we're drinking uh, Sibling Rivalry by Off Color. it
1: all makes sense now.
0: We just featured Off Color at our last tasting, Sours. Which one was that? Uh, Sours gives us powers. No, the beer. Which was fierce. (laughs) So, good transition. We're talking about how Sours gives Jackie Chan powers. Yeah. Uh, We drank an off-color Sour, and now we're drinking off-color Sibling Rivalry, rivalry, which is a Belgian-style triple ale. It is 8.5% ABV. Good way to end the podcast, right?
3: Oh, brother. Yeah, I Uh, guess so.
0: Secret techniques uh, Well, I don't know why I just read <laughs> <laughs> just well, it. you Yes, writing, uh, pretty much <laughs> I'm just reading <laughs> I have <laughs> Time
1: Tommy got, got nervous They
2: didn't know what to do So this, this is a Belgian style a Belgian bottle. style <laughs> <is> a <laughs> Triple ale Triple ale yes. What does Belgian style mean?
0: It's not brewed in Belgium <laughs> Right uh, so using the like techniques no, as Belgian brewers, mm. but it's not a Belgian ale because it hasn't been. It wasn't brewed in Belgium. Uh, so yeah, so Triple Ale obviously very strong. Uh, Off color uh, does really great beer. They're based in Logan Square, so
1: that's yeah. where we're recording. Oh, we said that. <laughs> yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's. I, I, I've actually it, never it's delicious. I think yeah, I never had really like a good. beer like this from them. So they're, you know, their thing is brewing. Like traditional styles of beer with like a twist.
3: Yes. Yeah, you know I, I always love their artwork too. I was going like, to say they
1: they keep a very similar
3: yeah bottle across
1: all of their. beers. little mice. It's a, The white and black. There, yeah. um, two mice. It's off color, peck. but there's no color. Yeah, you know, a little
2: tiny that. cat in what appears to be a tenement <laughs> apartment.
0: Well, know what the apartment <laughs> is? It's the one. What is it, Van Gogh? What's the one that was just featured in? Uh, like uh, Museum of Contemporary Art, one of the Chicago museums, you know, they recreated the bedroom in a painting, like a real life situation. Oh, oh yeah. wow. I know what you're talking Is about? Is it Van Gogh? I, I know think it was no. Van Gogh. Exactly. No, I know, I know about, very if you look culture, at that painting, this yeah.
1: label, oh, yeah. somewhat mimics yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right, you're right. I don't know. It's fine arts.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we had right. the conversation earlier about fine arts in Chicago, but um, I don't know. No, we, you and I did. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that's why I said. You and I. This podcast has gone off the rails. Well, let's, uh, let's bring it back. it back in. All right, George. George.
0: Uh, I'm sure you said it before, but yeah. uh, since your last podcast, what has been your favorite movie you've seen?
1: Ooh, oh, Bring it back. I, I, I like that Tommy's turning it on hot. you. When was the last time you? Answer any question, like you You're the same
3: thing. You know, you're oh, right. Okay. Nobody I'll, I'll ever asked me questions. Um,
0: well, I'm kind of a host of another podcast. Well, you
3: know, so yeah. why don't you let George yes, answer? Answer. So, <laughs> yeah. the best movie I have watched
0: since the last podcast. So, 44 oh, you
3: know, no, okay, so it might be Room.
0: Hmm. Mm. It might Ooh, be Room. I yeah. So,
3: like, one. I mean, honestly, like my movie going. Like I just had Civil War. I have not been watching that many movies no, lately, so it. so I think I probably Room. Just bad joke. Keep going. Or did I talk about it already in the podcast? Yeah. No. 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 Um, no. So Room was a great movie. Uh, it stars Brie Larson, um, and and it's a really small independent movie. She won an Oscar for it, and it was really fantastic, and it, it was extremely dramatic. And um, I just really enjoyed that movie a lot. Uh, it's kind of a kind of a downer to be honest um but it was really good okay so a thing about that too is it's really cool that Brie Larson now is just becoming so well known right she's a great actress she was in Scott Pilgrim versus the world uh which is uh, one of my favorite movies ever Edgar Wright movie based on a comic book and a great comic book too but she won an Oscar for this and now she's going to be in a Marvel universe so that's funny that you mentioned that just because like Um, the last episode I recorded was with Rick Diaz and we talked about Marvel movies so she's going to be in that universe now Mm -hmm. she's going to be Captain uh, Captain Marvel Marvel. Captain Marvel yeah Yeah. so that there was a huge announcement that it was just made at Comic Con a character
2: I don't know that much about because I don't really read comic books but uh, I'm really kind of just impressed by their general casting yeah they've been Marvel's been job since Robert Downey Jr they've casted Robert Downey Jr Paul Rudd uh,
3: who plays the Hulk? Mark Ruffalo. Mark
2: Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. I like that they've gone with kind of older actors who are just really good actors. And Brie Larson's one of my favorite actors. In, yeah. in uh, short, she was in a movie called Short Term 12. I don't know if you've yes! ever seen it, which is short also Term kind 12. of interestingly, it's a mumblecore film. But it might be the best mumblecore film. I've it ever It is seen. so it's damn good movie. too.
3: She could have easily been nominated for that performance too. I mean, just I mean, overall, the movie itself was just in general just really great. And it's kind of it's one of those movies that I've been trying to get uh, Tommy you and uh, mark to watch
0: short term 12 yeah
3: mm. um it, it's very it's a drama a small movie the guy from mr robots in it um, mm. uh, but anyways it's it, it, it was really great so she's just been really just building up yes like her careers just taking off yeah man. It's and really I like cool. that they're
2: just casting great actors yeah. because mm-hmm. in a lot of I mean these these comic movies can be kind of dumb and they're they're kind of simple and the the, the the good plan is just to put really good actors in a room together and let them work off each other, and yeah. we've seen that in the Avengers it worked in the Avengers, oh man, to great. a lesser extent in the, the 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 last Avengers film, uh, but in the Civil War the it, last one, yeah, the Avengers Age of Ultron oh, was okay. pretty not gotcha. great, yeah. uh, but just just get good actors and put them together and usually get a good result,
3: and and that's. The big thing too, and, and the, kind of we talked about in the last episode with Rick Diaz who is like the difference between the Marvel universe and the DC universe, and and then just the way it's translated to film. and Big uh, yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a humongous difference. Obviously, Suicide Squad came out. I haven't even watched it yet because like oh, people have been terrible. talking so oh, yeah, much shit yeah. about it. I don't even want to watch it anymore. But, I don't think
0: you it would be worth watching.
3: Yeah. So like I might I might check it out eventually, but. Uh, i have just obviously hosting a movie podcast. I feel like I have to watch it. Um, but overall, it's like I'm not too psyched about it. But so anyways, so that's it. So <laughs> what about Mike,
2: uh, I'd say probably a movie I, I was really excited about that I didn't have a chance to talk about was 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Man. That's oh, really yeah. good. Yeah. good yeah. Right. Great choice. Uh, yeah. So I've been someone who followed the director Dan Trachtenberg's career since
1: oh, before he ever yes. actually got a
2: chance to direct the movie. He used to be the host of a podcast called The Totally Rad Show which it sounds like the dumbest title in the world but it was actually just really Oh, no, it's a really impossible. great entertaining great kind of yeah podcast. And uh, he was always trying to be a director he was a commercial director at the time and he directed a short film called Portal No Escape mm-hmm. that kind of got him some notoriety and got him an opportunity to direct and 10 Cloverfield Lane was the first movie he got to direct and it was I thought it was really it really was great. It oh, was yeah. fantastic. It's kind it was of a really continuation yeah. of I guess the Cloverfield franchise kind of. though Though I from what I hear the Cloverfield I don't know if you have ever seen Cloverfield uh, the the first one Did you see I've it? it? Matt, no. Oh really? It's a JJ no. Abrams movie. Well, he didn't... He produced it. it. He I mean, that's kind of the same thing here. He kind of produced yeah. both Yeah, the, the movies films. are very different. Right. And and from what I understand, the uh, kind of Cloverfield brand is going to be just kind of an anthology thing where the movies are not connected. It's just kind of a...
0: Is the reality connected, though? I, I don't
2: know. I mean, I assume so going to the like film it, right? and it's no. only informed my viewing of the film.
3: No, it is. That's and that's the whole point, too, right? Like, oh. cause, yeah, Because they're... The whole thing is supposed to take... Well, place we don't want to same...
2: spoil the movie if there's some... Doing uh, it. It's the same right. world. What yeah. I will say is... Just yeah. focus
0: yeah. on different people within people. that world. Right. Yeah. Which is...
2: Yeah. I was a, I thought it was a really great movie with a star of uh, Short Term 12. I forget his name. Unfortunately, the guy who directed that cross from Brie Larson.
3: Oh, shit. That's the same guy. Right. Um, and, I can't uh, remember the same either. Right. Starring, but he was good. He was really uh, good in John
2: Goodman, who was in, really, really good in that oh, movie. Mary <laughs> Elizabeth Winstead.
3: Mary Elizabeth Winston also in Scott Pilgrim or something. I know you're
2: really bringing up you're really hitting that Scott Pilgrim pretty yeah, yeah, hard it's a great fucking movie um, Yeah, <laughs> but so, yeah I thought that was a really fantastic movie great selection it's like a thriller
0: a little bit but
2: yeah that yeah. was really yeah that was like probably my best theory going and experience and Dan
3: Trachtenberg right like how awesome is that too yeah so we've been really big fans of his for a long time uh, because of his podcast so it's really awesome yeah I think that's it right alright guys thank really you so awesome. much for listening to the podcast we really appreciate you guys Again, Tommy, Matt, t- thank you guys so much for joining us. A lot of fun. So I guess if people want to find out more about the Beer Club and the podcast, how can they do so?
1: Uh, George, dude. give us the website because we know you're good at it. <laughs> George, shout it out.
3: All right. Well, I guess uh, febrewsbeerclub.com if, if you want to find out more about the, uh, the club itself. And if you want to email can... us. They can find out about the podcast and our website as well. If they want to email us, they can email us feebrews at gmail dot com. Oh, he got he it. Did. Yeah. He so, uh,
0: but yeah. there's an Instagram yeah. too.
4: There at is an Instagram. Instagram. at, at febrews uh,
0: Facebook Fubreus is well represented on social media. Last yes. yeah. And so. if you want to tweet us, it's says yeah. <laughs> s- at Fubreus as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You're it to tell way different? I don't yeah. want people to tweet us. <laughs> that
3: is it. Anything, anything else you guys want to like share? social media wise anything uh, else no hashtag that diamond that
1: diamond life you'll find me hashtag that diamond life hashtag <laughs> fire likes. hashtag tc4
3: oh nice. I, I like that, I like that hashtag I like those throws in, those, those, those uh, throw ins alright so Mike if people want to find you how can I find you uh, you can you? find me
2: on twitter at mikegonzalez.com it's with a z that's
4: all <laughs> <laughs> I usually spell it but it's oh, not
3: all that right, yeah, no worries alright and you can find me at the Lopez 23 on twitter and Instagram. And like I mentioned, uh, Tommy and I have a, another project with Jason Amen son.com. It's an audio-visual storytelling project in which we interview people from around Chicago to hear the story of strength. So go to MyEllousSun.com to hear those stories. And you can, like I mentioned, you can listen to all of our other episodes at SomeCinema.com and iTunes. We're out. Thank you guys so much for listening.
1: Cheers. You Cheers, guys. Cheers. Oh. That was even a joke. That was a climbing.